0: The
1: with your host, DJ Rome. Hey, welcome to the program, everybody. You just stepped inside of Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is dj rome and i want to welcome you to another exciting edition of psychotic bump school so ladies and gentlemen tonight we have an amazingly full show we're going to be talking a little politics tonight we're going to be talking about the tragedy of beauty pageantry and we're going to be talking to a returning guest who has an amazing new album out and i can't wait to tell you all about it uh first up we're going to have jeffrey keller aaron wiley sands and lori peacock we're going to be breaking down the latest in the supreme court fight they're coming for joe biden saying he's going to appoint a black woman as the next supreme court justice now that stephen breyer is going to be stepping down from the court is there a problem here (laughs) so that's going to be lori jeff and aaron breaking down the battle over the Supreme Court pick. And also tragically, we have to talk about the late Chesley Christ, former USA beauty pageant winner from 2019. Uh, she died over the weekend jumping from a, from that is from a 60 story building. Uh, at first, they didn't identify who had jumped from the building and authorities have confirmed that it was former Miss USA from 2019, Miss. Chesley Chris, African American sister. She was part of that sweep of beauty pageant winners in 2019. Uh, she's gone, y'all. Uh- We're going to have a conversation with members of the Mental Health Army. So that's going to be Stephen Young, uh, Kyra Christian, as well as Casey Phillips Brown to help me talk about this tragic, tragic story. Chesley Chris. Oh, my God. And I also want to welcome back our good sister, Miranda Nicole. She's a singer songwriter out of New York City representing uh, Glam Soul. She's got an amazing project out there called Ginger, and she's here to break it on down. To its final compound, once again, oh my God, Miranda's music is so soothing. You're going to love this interview we have together. Miranda Nicole is back on Psychotic Bump School. So that's our lineup. So you might want to call your friends and family to the radio or the computer because we are about to set it off. So this is KCWG, My name is DJ Rome. Welcome to Psychotic Bump School. Stay tuned for more. We're going to kick off our show with the tragic story of Miss Chesley Christ. after this. Okay, we are back kcwg the truth.com this program is called psychiatric bump school my name is dj rome and ladies and gentlemen we had an absolutely tragic story happening over the weekend chesley christ apparently committed suicide leapt from a 60-story building and the early stories say that it appears to be self-inflicted this is a developing story as of this particular discussion right here but Chesley Christ has passed on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she was a part of that group during 2019, uh, uh, African-American sweep of black beauty pageant winners, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America, Miss Universe, and she represented Miss USA, uh, Chesley Crist, uh, ladies and gentlemen, apparently took her own life. Uh, what's interesting as we bring in our panel to, talk about this tragic, tragic story. Um, she had a track record of trying to address her mental health. Um, before we bring the panelists in, I want to set the table a little bit. Uh, this is Chesley, excuse me, Chesley Chris from a few years ago, talking about how she's trying to heal her mental health. So ladies and gentlemen, stand by.
2: Chesley Chris, USA is working to make sure her family, friends, and followers know the importance of self-care when it comes to mental health. Today I reached out to her to see if she would be willing to share some of those tips with us.
3: Hey Ashley, so there are three things that I'm doing with regard to self-care. Number one, I try to set a regular schedule so my alarm rings Every day at 6.45, I know that I'm getting up and I'm starting my day. Two, I try to set very clear boundaries. So even though I'm at home and I've got my computer and my phone with me, I'm done answering emails at six o'clock, I'm not responding to messages, it's over. um, And that helps me a lot. And then three, I have a regular workout schedule that keeps my body healthy and my mind sharp.
1: Okay, so that was from a year ago, I believe. Here she is again. Talking about how she's uh, handling the pressure of stardom as it pertains to how she's come along the journey of appreciating her own natural hair. Stand by.
3: The advice I would give other women about embracing their natural crowns is. Be different. One of the times when I felt most insecure about myself and my hair was when comparing my hair to other people. Like, what's your curl pattern look like? Is her hair longer than mine? But I think when I stopped doing that and I was just more, I don't know, happy about how I looked by myself without comparing myself to other people, that's when I embraced my actual hair. And and that's when I felt like I started flourishing. And once that pressure comes off, you really can just shine and be yourself. It's
4: easier to.
1: Shining and being herself is something that she apparently struggled with, and it looked like she was trying to do her work. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, Chesley Christ has passed away. I'd like to bring our panel in. The Mental Health Army is joining us to have a conversation about this very, very tragic story. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, licensed clinical social worker, Casey Phillips Brown, mental health therapist, Kyra Christian, and social worker, Mr. Stephen Young. Kyra, Stephen, Casey, we were just chatting and minding our own business when this story just kind of unfolded. Let's go first to Casey Phillips Brown. What are your thoughts on this uh, amazingly horrible story about the late Chesley Chris, Ms. Casey Phillips Brown.
5: Yeah, I, I think the fact that we were just talking about how imperative it is right now, especially in the Black community, to discuss suicide and discuss mental health and discuss, you know, keeping students in school. Like we were just having this talk when, they, when we yep. saw this information. And it struck me because here we are trying our best to help as many people as we possibly can, but there's people who are in these high profile, lifestyles who are somehow still it seems you know getting missed and so it really makes you think what else can we be doing as a people to make sure that we are no longer being quiet when it comes to suicide i know in my daily practice i'm seeing constantly that referrals for people who want to um who have plans to kill themselves either their children or their spouses and it was something we dealt with before, yes, but during this right. pandemic, I'm seeing an exorbitant amount of increase in suicidality in the clients that I work with. So it was very disturbing. I, I just kind of stopped like, wait, what did I just
6: get? Yes. Very upsetting.
1: Very upsetting. Uh Steven, I'm coming to you in just a second. Kara Christian, what are your thoughts?
6: Uh this is just heartbreaking. Um, I know the beauty industry and um the fashion industry have been taking blows left and right. And so I think this is a a time for us to have these conversations and be very candid on why it's important to destigmatize getting help. And it seems like um, this young lady was doing that. Um, Even doing her work, she still felt hopeless. She still felt that pessimism that it wasn't gonna get any better. Um, And so I think this is where we come and we meet and we talk about why is that? What can we do to help?
1: Absolutely. Stephen Young, apparently she was uh, an attorney. She fought for social justice causes. And apparently she has some demons that had, uh, you know, threatened, I guess, previously to overtake her. And I guess they just consumed her. Stephen Young, what are your thoughts?
7: Yeah, just, I'm just thinking just condolences to the family. And um, absolutely. yeah, it's just, that's just such a, a tragic thing for something like that, or somebody who has talent and is beautiful and who sounds like they were um, involved in the community. It's it's uh, it's a tragedy, and it's uh, it's a shame. And we do need to normalize it so that others can can open up and and talk about it. So if you do see something, you can say something, mm-hmm. and it's okay to um you know to go through through these types of things. Um, but we do have to come together as a community, and and bring healing. To our community, and so many times, you know, these types of things are happening, and then they're just kind of
1: overlooked. Yeah, they definitely are.
7: Yeah, we do we do need to bring light to it. We need to bring healing to it, and we need to allow young people
1: to to speak about it. Yeah, she was only thirty years old. Uh, it's funny you should say healing. It, it's not funny, but S- Stephen, you're actually foreshadowing. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this clip. You're not going to believe this. This is uh, just from two weeks ago. Uh, She had on a very famous celebrity by the name of Denzel Washington. And listen at this conversation. This is incredibly haunting. Check this out.
3: I see you with him. And, you know, we'd all love to see that. But I got to know, if you if you had a superhero power in real life, what would it be? What would you want? A
6: superhero power. The power to heal. Oh, that's beautiful. Is that a superhero power? Do they? Is there a character that has the power to heal? does
3: it that's a, Yeah, that's yeah, awesome.
6: heal, heal man.
3: <laughs> Would that
1: be your superhero name? That's your, don't you start. That, that's going to get out now, right? And Denzel Washington as Heal Man. <laughs> and then, and then you have to have like
3: that little that little red cross on your face. yeah, a little
1: red cross, <laughs> and a little little bag of healing stuff. You know, my my tools heal man yeah yeah that
3: is gonna get
1: out you man. know that's gonna get out and i'll be blaming you too that was two weeks ago she just had that conversation with denzel washington um i don't even know what to say about that um who wants to jump it's, in
5: it's it's i'm looking here on um you know get on different news outlet outlets and they have her last social media post yeah and it says it was um I believe it was 11 hours ago. May this day bring you rest
1: and peace. Yeah, I saw that. Terrible.
5: So that just it, it makes me wonder: was she, did she feel she needed rest? Is she was she looking for her peace? Mm-hmm. And sometimes people we people are reaching out in ways we don't even realize that they are reaching out. So it's important right. to if you because if we saw that someone posting that, we well, we know to check in on them. Right. We might just think somebody's being positive or just you know in a good space. So. It's so important to really check in on those that we love, to just really sit down and say, hey, I know I'm always saying, hey, how you doing? But I keep walking. I'm going to really say, hey, how are you doing? Right. And pause and wait for an answer and wait to hear what the person has to say. We, we're so quick. We're so polite and so well-mannered. And we do ask people how they're doing, but how often are we really waiting to see what's really going on with them?
1: Mm. That's such a good point. Kyra and Steven, how do we ask those deeper questions so we can really get to what people are really experiencing in the moment, Um, given that people don't often just, uh, they're not just forthcoming all the time, especially if something is as personal, as difficult as this. Kyra, what are your thoughts?
6: Well, I honestly feel like the village mentality needs to continue to thrive within our community, uh, where we just put a circle and rally around all of us. And there's no issue that's, not too great. You know, you, you guys know, I've talked about the struggle Olympian where it's like people want to one up and, oh, I had it this bad. And, and it doesn't matter. This, this girl was hurting. She was hurting and didn't feel comfortable even with all the coping skills and all the best practices that she was doing. She didn't feel comfortable sharing in that moment how she was feeling. She left a message or maybe a clue on social media but how often do we just scroll, 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 and don't you know take what people are saying seriously because we're too busy in our own lives? And so I really think having a village, having a support system, and being able to, like Casey said, slow down and really ask someone, "How are you doing?" No, seriously, how are you doing?
1: Seriously, how are you doing, Stephen Young? Your thoughts?
7: Yeah, I think it's it's so easy to overlook those things, and it, it wasn't when I, just watching that video, you couldn't pick things up just on the surface mm-hmm. and you have to give people just the time and the space to be vulnerable. And we don't always do that because our society, we're in a rush. We're always in a rush, we're in a constant rush. And we need to be able to check in with our kids. We need to slow down and really have deep, you know, meaningful conversations with folks and allow people to open up. Mm-hmm. But it's tough. It's been a tough year with COVID all mm-hmm. oh, these our normal resources our normal social resources which is which do bring healing they've been cut off so yeah we need to we need to sound the alarm and that's what that's what we're here for therapy absolutely. we need to open up our community to to therapy absolutely need to be reaching out we yeah. should have a therapist and a therapist should know what our vulnerabilities are and we should know the resources that are out there and uh have a safety plan if you if you are vulnerable definitely. so
1: it's definitely yeah we need that casey i'm going to get that suicide hotline number from you That's in right just a sec uh before i do uh, and uh thank you panel for being here on such short notice this uh harkens back to my internship year uh As I was becoming a school psychologist uh, the final year of that program I was interning on a high school campus in southern California and ironically. One of our former students, I was at a middle school at the time, so this was a high school student uh, he tragically jumped from a building uh, very, very much like this situation here and. Although the student was no longer a middle school student, of course the news came back to our campus, and our students were absolutely devastated. And so we had to form triage and do all the things that we do in order to, uh, you know, provide for the what we call the contagion effect to make sure that you know there's not any potential copycats out there. We had to isolate and sort of uh, do some group emergency uh, counseling initially and then breaks smaller groups off to to talk to them individually. But uh, all of this just came back to my mind just seconds ago. And just thinking about that was my orientation into the world of psychology. Um, It can happen at any time. And uh, it's important to know what the important resources are if you are experiencing some challenges with your mental health. So Casey Phillips-Brown, I'm gonna land with you. Uh, Can you give us one or two places where people can go? Uh, Where can they go to seek help? Uh, get some support and um, combat this horrible, horrible uh, potential for this incident. Uh, Casey flips around your thoughts.
5: So just in general for anyone, if anyone is feeling that they are having, are noticing that they're having thoughts of death, that there is ruminating and they're thinking that maybe I'd be better off not being here, having thoughts like, well, if something happens to me, I don't really care. Maybe I'm not going to actively do something to harm myself, but Hey, if something, if I get hit by a car or a stray bullet hits me, then it is what it is. Then you may want to just reach out to start talking to someone. So, for anyone in the United States, you can call the suicide hotline, which is 1 800 273 8255. 1 800 273 8255. And we can say this number again at the end um, when we finish. And then for people who have jobs, and um, there's benefits, you can ask about your EAP programs. And basically, these programs, employment, uh, Employee Assistance Programs, they help connect you with some type of mental health professional who can assist you with simple questions, larger questions, or just be with you a few times just to give you an outlet. So check your jobs and see if they offer that. Most schools, whether it's colleges, high schools, elementary, there's some type of social work or other mental health professional in a school where you can reach out as a family. If, if a, hey, parents, if you notice your kids are staying in the room more than they normally do, not talking, not wanting to do things they used to do, noticing some erratic uh, sleep patterns or eating, there could be depression. You can go to almost any school and they should have some type of mental health professional that can assist you, okay? And again, for people who don't have any connections to a school or to jobs, you can call this hotline. You can go to your local hospital you can uh, Google mental health agencies. There should be people out there who can be re- uh, you can be referred to, so you can get some type of evaluation. But there is help out there. You just have to hopefully open up to tell someone that you need the help.
8: I see you body full of hate, crying out for someone to save the day. I tell you, God makes no mistakes Your time will come Have faith You're watching nothing so hard So much so you forgot to pray to the Lord You're so faced by the outside world Don't forget Peace lives within. Butterfly, lost in the night, running out of faith, but your wings are still bright. Hold on, don't you cave in yet. Your spirit's much stronger, don't you forget. Butterfly, lost in the night, running out of faith, but your wings are still bright. Hold on, don't you cave in yet. Your spirit's much stronger, don't you forget. What you thought was right was mostly wrong But don't waste time thinking about the past Soon you'll be free at last Forgive those who focus on your dark parts Let go of others who broke your heart Set free friends who decided to part Was meant to be We'll be Butterfly Lost in the night Running out of faith But your wings are still bright Hold on, don't you give in yet Your spirit's much stronger Don't you forget Butterfly Lost in the night, running out of faith, but your wings are still bright. Hold on, don't you cave in yet. Your spirit's much stronger, don't you forget? Spirit's much stronger, don't you forget? Spirit's much stronger, don't you forget? Butterfly, lost in the night, running out of faith, but your wings are still bright. Hold on, don't you cave in yet. Your spirit's much stronger, don't you forget? Butterfly lost in the night running out of faith but your wings are still bright hold on don't you cave in yet your spirit's much stronger don't you forget your spirit's much stronger don't you forget your spirit's much stronger don't you forget
9: yo yo what's up everybody this is your man eric rico And you're currently in tune to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWG, thetruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet.
2: He was always such a nice boy, the quiet one with good intentions. He was down for his brother, respectful to his mother, a good boy. Don't get attention One kid with a promise The brightest kid in school He's not a fool Reading books about science and smart stuff It's not enough, no Cause smart don't make you cool He's not invisible anymore With his father's knife Show. She could have been a movie star Never got the chance to go that far Her life was cold oh, Now we'll never know No, 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 no oh. They were crying to the camera that he never fitted in He wasn't welcome He showed up to the parties we was hanging in Some guys were putting him down Pulling him round. I wish I would have talked to him, gave him the time of day, and I turned away. If I would have been the winner, maybe go the spot, he might have stayed in.
5: Listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host DJ Rome on KCWG, thetruth.com, best internet radio on the planet.
4: Alright, alright, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay,
9: yeah. Yeah, this is Jeff Keller from the Pocho Hour Power on KPFK 90.7 FM, and you're listening to the Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWGTheTruth.com the best internet radio station on the planet oh yeah
4: never hesitate because trust me they'll judge you anyway put yourself first know your work they'll judge you anyway never gonna be great playing it safe they'll judge you anyway can i please them all man trust me they'll judge you anyway keep your head up high when or lose they'll judge you anyway don't let nobody tell you what to do they'll judge you anyway stop playing both sides because trust me they'll judge you anyway, anyway. People care about getting love uh, from people they ain't loving. Uh, people care about being judged from people that they judge and talk yeah. bad about people that they be hugging. Uh, when things get hard, why people be calling subs? And wow. it honestly makes me sick to my stomach, yeah. but that's hypocritical. Yeah. Who am I really to judge them? And why they feel like total strangers, they really my cousins. Yeah. And why they feel like close fam, only known them for months. And uh. it's funny, ain't it something? <laughs> Look reality in the eyes, and she wasn't pretty. She wasn't then pretty. I stopped being shallow, and now we going steady. We going I'm stay. sick of seeing everybody do what everybody do. I can't lie, it's really hard to navigate, living in truth Go ahead, shoot that shot, and keep watching it, hit that back backboard. backboard They really love you, you will never have to ask for it never. Please stop chasing that fake love, stop changing your flavor for they taste buds yeah. Why you only flirting with yourself, it's time to make love Yeah, world, I really mean it, time to make love No time for hate love, you say you like it, cause he like it and she like it But you know deep down inside, you don't like it, no Please take my advice and grow, yeah Roll with, it. Roll with it. Do yourself a favor. Get your own opinion. Do yourself a favor. Get your own. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Never hesitate. Cause trust me. They'll judge you anyway. Put yourself first. Know your worth. They'll judge you anyway. Never gonna be great. Playing it safe. They'll judge you anyway. Can I please them all? Man, trust me. They'll judge you anyway. You keep your head up high. Win or lose. They'll judge you anyway. Don't let nobody tell you what to do. They'll judge you anyway. Stop playing both sides. Cause trust me. They'll judge you anyway. Stop trying to
1: hide. Okay. We are back. KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bum School. <sighs> My name is DJ Rome. I could barely get it out. You know what? There's a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. We have a Supreme Court fight that is uh, coming up. They might as well have had it set up by Triller or Dana White or Don King or Bob Arum, but it's about to go down. Ever since Joe Biden announced that upon the retirement of Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, His replacement on the court will be a black woman. Well, people are all up in arms about that. So they say Uh, we'll discuss whether or not uh, that's true or not. But there was a poll that came out over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, that claims, according to ABC News, that 76 percent of Americans feel that Joe Biden should be selecting from a wider pool of nominees, meaning he should not be making a predetermination that the Supreme Court justice for replacing Stephen Breyer should be a black woman. Why all this smoke for a black woman and where in the world did this poll come from? We've been having Supreme Court justice picks for years. I don't recall a American poll, well, look, Let me not even get into it yet. We have a panel here to help me (laughs) vet this out. Uh, Y'all know this amazing panel, they've been here before and I'm just honored that they're available once again for the very first time together in 2022. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back. We have the inimitable Jeffrey Keller, the amazing Lori Peacock and the incomparable Aaron Wiley, Sands, Jeff, Lori, Aaron, are you back?
10: We in the house.
1: They in the house. Well, we Aaron, gonna...
10: angry and in the house but in the house
1: angry and i'm, <laughs> I, I'm fired I'm up
9: gonna sit back and let uh
1: aaron do her thing so, <laughs> no. Go
10: no aaron's
1: fired up aaron Aren't go. All
10: angry i thought we were all angry
1: <laughs> angry what what are you so angry about aaron wiley sands
10: oh my goodness i mean as as an african-american woman we know you know what i mean we always know uh and what we deal with in the this country, the ignorance, the racism, all all of the things. The hate. Uh, it, the hate. But mm. to be reminded in this really unsettling way is just, I'm I'm and I'm mad at myself because it actually caught me a little off guard. <laughs> I really? wasn't really expecting the level of hate and fear and fury over the idea that a black woman would sit on this bench. And I, I, in general, in general, just in general, I believe that the Supreme court should look like America. It should look like a Benetton Mm -hmm. ad. And I say that freely and without reservation because there's no part of me that believes a bar is lowered if there's an effort to focus on appointing whether it will be an Asian man, a Jewish woman or a person with a disability. To me, how cynical do you have to believe or do you have to be to think that there's an excellence to be found in every creed, color and gender? Right. right. I mean, how right. angry do you have to be to think that an African-American woman is incapable of bringing intellect, grace and justice to this court?
11: that, mm-hmm. you know, this
10: is an impossibility that, that we have to open up, you know, expand the net. No, we don't. In fact, we all know this because of the history of this country, whatever black woman that he picks is going to be far superior to her peers because she's had to go through more and prove more to get to where she is. I don't mm. I don't know, because I, today I thought, let me look up sort of the history of appointments because was there this fury when Reagan appointed a woman? Was there? I mean, you know, right. I, I'm trying to remember and think back because we were younger. Was there this fury when um, they appointed? Um, now I'm so angry I can't think of his name.
1: I don't remember a poll.
10: that Marshall. Were was there this fury over? Did I mean I? I just don't know. I almost right. wish this is sad for me to say this, but I almost wish Biden hadn't said it. That he just did it.
1: I, you know, I hear you
10: appointed a because we now we have to deal with all the stuff, all the mm-hmm. backlash, all the ignorance. But um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just really angry.
1: No, Aaron, <laughs> you have a point. You have a point. Lori, she has a point, because with Biden tipping his hand like that and letting it be known what his thoughts were. And Jeffrey Kelly, you reminded me of this earlier. He, he made this promise on the campaign trail. So, Lori Peacock, what, what is Aaron right that maybe he should have kept it to himself?
12: Aaron when is
10: right people, about I don't, I don't, I'm just saying that because right. I'm angry and sensitive. I don't think we should have to. I think it's a wonderful thing that he's appointing an African-American woman. It's just that in this country with all the backlash and the BS that we have to deal with when this kind of announcement is made, I almost wish. And it's sad for me to say that. I don't like that. Right. I'm saying that. Okay, so I just want to make that clear. I'm done. Okay, fair enough. Yeah,
12: and she is absolutely right. And it, it's very disheartening. And it's, you know, as, as a black woman, I, I as Aaron mentioned, we know, we know that we encounter racism every single day. And we don't know if it's because, uh, you know, I'm a woman. I don't know if it's because I'm a Black woman. I don't know if it's because it's all of the above, but there's always something that's going on. And so, but to see a poll that overwhelmingly states that Americans do not appreciate, value, respect Black women bothers me very much. And it's, it's, you know, they say, Oh, it's not because it's black women. Blah, blah. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is because if it was anything else, this wouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't be an issue. And, you know, yes, I, I could see if he hadn't said anything and he had just done it, but there would have still been backlash. There would have still been issues. It would have come out just after the fact. So it, it's just very frustrating. I just hope that because of this these issues and these people speaking out right now that he doesn't change his mind and waver, right? That he sticks to what he has promised, sticks to what he has said, sticks sticks to what this country needs, which is diversity of thought. And I am terrified uh, of the Supreme Court as it sits now and what kind of decisions that they can make and that can impact me and my children and my grandchildren if we we have the planet for that long.
1: Well, absolutely. Jeffrey Keller, it's I remember, was it George W. Bush? He nominated somebody and had to withdraw it because the woman received such backlash because people thought she was unqualified. But going into this one, Jeffrey Keller, the court is still going to be six to three in favor of conservatives. So if it was okay for Biden to tip his hand about announcing that he was going to pick a woman as a running mate when he was running for president, what's so different about this? Well, let's let's be clear. Justice Sotomayor, she
9: she got backlash for being a Latino woman. Yep. Um, I don't care about polls. Uh they can have all the polls they want. Okay. They they are always gonna be negative towards black people. Mm. My what well, my deal is you make a promise to black people, you need to go ahead and stay with that promise. Because if we as black people allow you not to stay with what you said you was going to do, mm-hmm. then what you're telling politicians is you could tell black people anything and they don't have to follow through and they won't give a damn. Uh-oh. So I don't care what they feel. I don't know what they did this poll. They could have did it in the South, the Midwest. ABC with, News. Uh, That's nationwide, yeah, right? But, but I'm saying, where did they <laughs> do that? I don't know where, where where, you know, you know how polls are. I do. But at the end of the day, I hope you line up a hundred black women and let the Republican Party say no no no. Mm. So we can so America can see how sexist and racist they are.
1: Oh, I was trolling. So let's line them up and let's yeah. do the damn thing. Line them up. You know, they were mad at Obama, some uh, Democrats were when he nominated Merrick Garland. Is number one, because of his age. Uh, during the last of his uh, second term in office. Merrick Garland at the time, I think, was 64. A Supreme Court position, is that's lifetime. So generally, you want somebody in their 40s like Amy Coney Barrett is because they're going to be on there for a few generations. Clarence Thomas is only 72. And I say only as if, you know, 72 is a number, but cons- presumably he's still got at least another 10 years or so to go. So you generally want to pick somebody younger, but I wanna ask all of y'all this, Aaron, Jeff and Lori, um, do you run the risk of alienating middle America? Because Jeff said he doesn't care about poll. I, I don't blame him for saying that at all. I agree with that. But at the same time, when you when you put your thumb on the scale for black people politically, the, the fear is that it's gonna run away the middle America that supposedly those votes you're gonna need uh, come election time, we had this is a midterm election year in 2022. Do we run the risk, Aaron Wiley and Sands and Lori, of running away uh, too many other voters?
10: Anytime. Well, <laughs> never a good time. You know what I mean to be to black. champion black ex <laughs> It's never <laughs> a good time. You're right. always going to people who are to who fear black skin are always going to fear it. So you know, there's never a time to champion us. There's never a time to say, there's a, you know, an excellent pool of black women out there. Let's you know get them represented on this court. It just, it so we can't do that. We can't, if King thought like that, then we wouldn't, you know what I mean? You can't decide when white people are ready, when they feel comfortable, That's when right. they feel about it. You know, they're never gonna feel better about it. Mm-hmm. So we have to go on and march on. And those of us, you know, who, really want to see King's beloved community will come aboard and realize there's excellence to be found. Like I said, in every creed, color and gender. So right. I, you know, I don't think, but I want to say this to what Jeffrey said. If Biden breaks this promise, it's a wrap. I'm done. Like, and, and I really don't think he should run again anyway. I think it's time for some new blood, but. Um, but he already he, said he's
1: going to run again though.
10: Yeah, he has, but he best not break this promise. And if somebody runs against him, which I hope that somebody does, uh, and they're better, and they're younger.
1: But, they have their oh, we, okay, I wanna hear more about that. Uh, she mentioned you, Jeff, you wanna respond to that?
9: Yeah, no, I agree, I, look at Sometimes, there's sacrifices and revolutions. Mm-hmm. And if Biden gotta be the sacrifice for a black woman to be on Supreme Court, so be it. Hmm. I don't care. I'm tired of us uh, kneeling down to black people, and to white people, and being oversensitive to their needs.
4: Mm. They don't
9: give a damn about us. Well, They don't give a damn about our needs. And so let's go ahead, put a black woman in, and so be if you don't like it. Well, we didn't like it when you put it on in white folks.
1: Well. But
9: we still had to take it.
10: Exactly. I mean, w- let's look at who Trump appointed, uh, of uh, sexual assault and by women. I, it just mm-hmm. come on now. Mm-hmm. Are we going to act like this is a precious court? And Amy, she's not even qualified. Nothing personal.
1: Oh, my but, God. Come on. Never let's tried on. a major court case in her life. Exactly. And, and nine days or two let's weeks before an election.
10: The previous appointments were great and grand.
9: They right. were.
1: Right. Well, you he gonna put on a white woman mm-hmm. instead, of a,
9: instead of a black woman? Get the hell out of here.
1: <laughs> well, there That's you a go. slap
10: in the face. Yeah.
1: Yes. But so remember, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
10: No, I'm just agreeing with Jeffrey. They they, have appointed, Republicans have a point, and then they stopped, a, I, I like Merrick Garland. They stopped it for no reason with a lie, and then they turned around <laughs> and did the same thing themselves in a shorter hmm
6: hmm
1: They have no shame.
12: The exact
10: same, oh, the, the, the hypocrisy. Harassment, I mean, yeah. give me a break. Are they Are they trying to pretend that the court is so precious to them? It really matters. Really? I don't think so. I think no. you're afraid of a black woman and you don't want black women represented on that court because you know, we won't bow or bend.
1: Do you think this is gonna fire up Republicans, Lori?
12: Well, yeah, they're already fired up. But again, like, like Jeffrey says, I don't care. <laughs> um, I, I don't care what what whether they're fired up or not. I'm so sick of the, the the double standard. I'm so sick of the BS. I'm so sick of the hypocrisy, like you said the way they did Obama when he couldn't get 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 a, a nominee in there. and then they quickly, 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 as, as fast as they could in the midst of all of that, so they could get their person in before Trump left. um you know, it, they, they lie, <laughs> They'll do whatever they can for their own best interest, and it's okay for them, but it's not okay for us. So absolutely. And and I'm I'm, I agree I I uh, I, I agree with Aaron and with Jeffrey that if that Biden needs to stick to what he said if he alienates middle America and those white people and they don't vote for him again you know that that that's a shame but I'd rather take that than not have this appointee that we need to have so badly with diversity um, and you know representing and showing. People like me, but you know what's interesting, and, I, and this is a little bit off subject, and maybe it's maybe it's funky, maybe I shouldn't even say it. But go ahead, it's very interesting to me as I hear, as I listen to Aaron and I listen to Jeffrey and I listen to myself. I think we're all biracial, right? Like, are we all half black, half white? I am, and I know Jeffrey is. And Aaron, are you too? No, oh, you're not. Oh, you're just pretty light, light, you just pretty light skinned.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you not light. just got chocolate
12: you <laughs> the like light, the, light, the light chocolate okay so yeah so but it's interesting to me that um you know we're all so fired up and so passionate and so pro-black right like and and, and we could have i could have said you know what i'm white i'm, I'm more white i could got on the white route right like i could have done that and and uh, and i know a lot of like there's that movie passing and you know, all that stuff where people try to do that stuff and and it, it will be easier it will be an easier life to choose the white, right? But, um, but that's not the reality. That's not the reality. That's not my reality. And that and it can't be whether I wanted to or not. So anyways, th- I, I just thought Aaron was biracial, too. But I guess she's got the goods here.
1: But it's an interesting question. Because um, l- 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 let's say we look and see what they're saying in the world of Fox News. Uh, you Lori, to... Lori, you ask a fascinating question. Uh, there's a sister over on Fox News uh, by the name of Harris Faulkner, uh, Jeffrey and uh, Aaron. Uh, let's see what they're talking about over there. Y'all stand by.
6: Yeah, so, Tommy, I I think what what Guy was saying previously is also very interesting because, and and I think Kaylee and Emily said it too, this doesn't change the makeup of the court. It does give Joe Biden, President Biden, a win politically, but it doesn't change some of the decisions potentially might have a, a conservative majority on that court.
11: Yeah, it doesn't change the ideological makeup, but we know that what Joe Biden does best is placate to the radical element and the radical progressive base of his party that he believes is the majority. I believe he's incorrect in that. I believe that they're actually the minority, but I'm wondering the kind of justice that he would nominate. Now, again, I'm sure it will be, as Guy said, a black woman. You know, he's got a dedication to that. We saw how well that worked out with Kamala Harris, but here's to hoping that he has a better choice in mind for this position, but I would just hope that he would choose somebody that is not only qualify Wow that's not so <laughs> the radical left. I think the American people are making it pretty clear that the wokeism that's going on right now in the Democrat Party is not for them. But I think we need to take a step back, too, and see how we're all projecting politics on the court. And maybe we shouldn't do that so much, especially the media. I mean, just last week, you had NPR writing a story about this so-called controversy and debacle between the masking of Neil Gorsuch with Sonny Sotomayor. And they came out and said that that wasn't true. So why are people trying to have so much fighting, so much divide? We should have a moment of unity. I know the court's always going to be a contentious issue, but uh, I think that we need to do a better job of making it less political where we can. Uh
1: Okay, that little bundle of joy was Tommy (laughs) Lauren, uh, a radical right-wing commentator. Uh, She's got a lot of nerve uh, genuflecting there, talking about where the radicalism is in politics. Uh, Aaron, Jeff, Laura, you want to comment on what you just heard? She said it didn't work out too well the other time he chose a black woman, meaning Kamala Harris. Uh, I think Kamala Harris is doing all right, in my opinion. Aaron, Jeff, Lori, which one of you want to take that one?
10: The fact that they need to <laughs> decide, just the, the mention of a black woman means radical, it means left.
12: Yep, mm-hmm.
10: you can't angry be- black women, we are angry, radical black women, watch yeah. out the for us. The mention of mm-hmm. a black woman means uh, communist. I mean, all, they go all the way there, why? Why, why? They, why have they made this decision? that the mention of a black woman because if he said he was nominating a white man they would be like well who's the white man
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah if- i didn't see i didn't see these knives off of merrick garland not like me, this
10: oh you know to the far left and i just i'm so sick of it i'm really so over it the fact that they can't see themselves the cognitive dissonance that mm-hmm. they possess is amazing how do you not see yourself in that I, yeah I, it's like every time well, be like, if every time I mentioned a, a white man, then I would be like, well, you know, he's not a serial killer. I don't know. You know, Hopefully we won't get a, another serial killer or, you know, a Klan member. Right. It's not all white men are. I mean, you know, that's really how they talk. It's just amazing to me. OK, I'm sorry. I'm very angry. No,
1: Jeffrey but, Keller, you said that most Democrats are actually centrist and conservative, but they always just tend to ease right on past that point and paint everybody uh, on the Democratic side as radical, right?
9: Well, anytime you deal with black people, they don't want to give black people any hope, any self-esteem, any type of privilege. They know if a black woman becomes Supreme Court justice, you'll have millions of little black girls going, yes, I can do that now. Mm -hmm. They don't want to give us any hope they don't want to give us any of that privilege so they have to beat us down Mm. they have to call us uh, unqualified this has been going on since this is nothing new this has always been their game plan right right and so that's why they say that they know why they say they want what the undertones are Mm -hmm. it's like they might just say jewish people still have horns and a tail it's the same it's the same madness and, and they, we buy we missed the message.
1: Yes. Yes. They and act like what
9: the message really is.
1: Exactly. Lori, they act like they're just grabbing some random black woman off the street. It's not like they're nominating Tiffany Haddish or Wendy Williams. <laughs> this <laughs> right. is somebody who knows law. Right.
6: Right.
12: And, and, and like Aaron said, she's going to be incredibly brilliant qualified, uh, everything that she has to be to have a, to have risen to the level that she has to even be considered for a nomination. It mm-hmm. is very difficult. I, what was I just watching that was talking about this, that descendants of slaves have a different, at, Oh, it was something about reparations and how reparations to specifically go to true descendants of slaves and how, how it's so much more difficult for, for f- children of, of slaves to, to see any hope, to see any potential, to mm-hmm. see um, anything past whether they're living now because of what they're how they're constantly beat down beat down beat down and and she was saying how obama had a different he, he had a he had you know he was he had different family different parents and so he was able to see to presidency he was able to see i could be president someday in spite right. of x y and z but you go into your local communities where you know you go into your local projects you go into the places where they're very low income and a lot of black people living there is very little hope because there is so much beat down not only from outside but from within but it's from within because it comes from outside Mm -hmm. so it's it's a it's very difficult to rise to certain levels when you're constantly being told you have no choice you're stupid you're worse you're less than and and so for this woman whoever she's going to be she is going to have had to overcome so much to even get to that point so i i i think she'll be she'll do a great job and it'll be it'll be a wonderful thing for for the country and, and for the supreme court
1: OK, so if it'll be wonderful for the Supreme Court, as you say, Laurie, uh, you're in trouble because <laughs> guess who agrees with you, Lori? <laughs> you? Yep. Well, I mean, well, I'm the host. I'm supposed to. Have a <laughs> here, so I'm not supposed to put my phone on Fox on this, News. <laughs> what, what, yes, uh, Jeff, Aaron, Lori, guess who agrees with all of you? Uh, I'm going to show you this really quick. I haven't even looked at this myself. And I might get myself in trouble because I haven't vetted this yet. But guess who Don't agrees with Don't tell me y'all?
9: Sean does. Don't tell me Sean
1: does. No, but you're not that far off, though. Think the state of South Carolina. So that should narrow it down considerably. Not Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham agrees with y'all. Have y'all seen this?
12: You know, what? He, must, Graham- he must have a...
1: Lindsay
6: must have a black <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Every once in a while, every
12: once in a while Lindsay says or does something where I'm like, maybe he's not quite so bad.
9: Maybe he's
1: and, then not quite so around, bad. and then he turns
12: around. And then he turns around and acts like his normal self. You it's like he
1: to forgets to his, his scripts breaker. for a second. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron.
10: No, it's down. I'm just showing it's right there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's right there. Okay. Uh, Lindsey Graham agrees with y'all. Uh has the world turned
11: upside down? Stand by. I can't think of a better person uh, this is Lindsey Graham. for uh, President Biden to consider for the Supreme Court the Michelle Childs. She has wide support in our state. She's considered to be a fair-minded, highly uh, gifted uh, jurist. Uh, she's one of the most decent people I've ever met. It would be good for the court to have somebody who's not at Harvard or Yale. She's a graduate of the University of South Carolina. A public education background. She's been a workers comp judge. She's highly qualified, she's a good character and we'll see how she does if she's nominated, but I cannot say anything bad about Michelle Child. She is an awesome person.
1: Okay, we're in trouble. Uh, This is KCWG, (laughs) thetruth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. Uh, We're talking to Aaron Wiley Sands, Jeffrey Keller and Lori Peacock. We're breaking down some of the latest in politics, including this latest fight With the supreme court or regarding the supreme court about its upcoming uh nomination fight over joe biden's next presumptive pick which he anticipates will be a black woman uh the knives have come out in uh wake of this announcement and what we just heard ladies and gentlemen was a clip from lindsey graham uh we can see a little bit about why he's so in favor of her uh jeff Lori, and aaron uh being from south carolina as She is, uh, he was talking about Michelle Childs. That's one of the nominees. And I'm gonna show you this real quick or I'll describe it to you if if you can't see it. I'll share my screen again in a second. Audience, bear with me. Uh, This is for the benefit of the panelists here. Leandra Kruger is another one. Uh, She's out of California. Um, And then this one right here who I will show you three, uh, just to get some kicks and giggles going on this one. Jeff, Lori and Aaron. There were some people that were disappointed that this wasn't Obama's pick a few years ago. Her name is Ketanji Brown Jackson, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Okay, when she was being considered a few years ago and Obama chose instead to go with the really, really, really so-called safe pick, someone who had already been been approved at a lower court level by both Republicans and Democrats, he went with Merrick Garland instead of this woman. Uh, have any of you heard of Kintaji Brown Jackson? Katanji Katanji, Brown Jackson. Okay, the reason why this was such a compelling pick, if you speak to Roland Martin, she's married to somebody in the Republican Party. Anybody happen to know who that is? She's married to the brother-in-law of Paul Ryan, who used to be the Speaker of the House? right of the Republicans? Okay, so she's married. You know, she's I mean, there's nothing wrong with her being married to a white man. But the idea was that if Obama had picked her and really forced kind of like Jeff said, it's like he's kind of he be in this case, being Biden, he's kind of forcing the conversation. Y'all got to go on record now and speak on the merits of this woman's qualifications and you got to do it beyond the pale of race. We all know that conservatives are are really keen on putting the Clarence Thomases of the world on the Supreme Court bench, and then they'll get mad at Democrats when they don't support them, but it's usually because they're of a Clarence Thomas mindset. But the idea is that Katanji Brown Jackson would have been a very compelling pick a few years ago, and her name is among the top three that's circulating right now as a next potential pick for this Supreme Court fight. Uh, Jeff, Lori, and Aaron, I kind of filibustered a little bit, but any thoughts on the clip you just saw and uh, these particular nominees, including Kataji, Brown, Jackson? Well, you know,
9: uh, also with her, a friend of mine was going to be nominated, Paul Watford.
1: Oh, talk to us about him.
9: And Paul, he's he's from Pasadena. He lives in Pasadena. Okay. And and, and we talked about it. He's on the California uh, Court of Appeals, uh, I think the 18th District. I, I forget which one. Okay. Um, but he was appointed to that. And I'm tell you what, um, when when it leaks out, and I talk to him about this, you get so many calls that you can't even answer your phone from, you know, different news organizations, different people trying to do. Re- it's crazy, man. So yeah, I don't. You know, it's it's a tough gig. So whoever is appointed, like this Jackson you were talking about, um, they really have to be able to take the heat in the fire. Yeah, they do. Because it's they they really come after you, man.
1: Yeah, they do. And they look at your
9: family, your everything, man. It's it's no joke.
1: Having a sister named Ketanji on the Supreme Court, I mean she's definitely, uh, you know, she's a sister through and through. She's, she's got braids. I, I don't know what year this picture was taken, but it would have been a very compelling place to put Republicans on defense as to why they wouldn't support this nominee. Erin Wiley-Sands, you go ahead.
10: I, I disagree with you. I don't think that he agrees with us. I think that um, his Uh-oh. point was for this particular woman because she was from his state. And I don't yep. understand why Republicans have such a contempt for higher learning. Yes, I do. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, this thing where, and, and that's fine, but they really love it when someone is not an, an Ivy League graduate. Or <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they, you know, I do know, but I don't understand why they champion that so much. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's for her so much because he understands what the court needs to look like. I think he likes her. He knows this woman. He feels comfortable with her because he's from. she's from his state and that's good for him. But I don't think okay. it has to do with what we've been saying in this, uh, you know. Okay,
1: strategy. that's a fair point. You're saying that he's making a distinction because it's in this case it might be more personal than Absolutely. a political thing for and him.
10: A black woman that he's comfortable with, you know, I don't think he celebrates or champions black women or <clears throat> the excellence of black women. I think he likes this particular black woman because she is from his okay, state and she's hasn't gone to an Ivy League school, and he feels comfortable with that.
1: Okay. Hang on, Lori. Uh, uh, let's say that is true, Aaron. Um, the fact that he did say it, though, he's on the right. Re- he didn't have to go on record to say anything. So does that bode well for a potential pick? I mean, remember, 24%, according to the poll, this c- conversation is tilting toward the 24% of Americans that is okay with Joe Biden deciding to nominate a Black woman. So he's if right you get Lindsey Graham...
10: Yes, he did have to go on record and say that. Because that's did? what he wants. Yes. If I wanted somebody from my state, no matter what they were, and it would help me if there was somebody from my state on the Supreme Court, then I would go out and, and rally for them, just like he did. This is not exceptional, what he did, and I'm not going to applaud it.
1: No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. But it ultimately would help Joe Biden get the pick through, would it not? Because Lindsey Graham is a member of the Senate and he'll be casting a vote. And you know how hard it is to get any Republicans to support anything. Heck, we still got to find out if Mansion and Cinema are on board with this pick because we know how they've been acting lately so if we got Lindsey Graham that that bodes well for a less tenuous nomination fight, fight
10: right I, I disagree Lindsey didn't go with he went with Trump over the whole Mitch McConnell thing and Mitch yeah. won, so I don't know how much power Lindsey has you know what I mean but it's
1: one know. vote that we, we can't get a one Republican on anything from the Senate and you, Laurie, Jeff, you you understand what I'm saying? I mean, we haven't been able to get one Republican on anything.
12: Right. I do. I, I think it's it's a little bit more impactful than Aaron is saying that it is. Um, I think that, you know, he, he did say he would like to see more um, diversity in the in the Supreme Court with this nomination and that it would make a good thing. I absolutely agree that it's because it benefits him and it's from his state and it's giving him that kind of, you know, that that kudos and that she did go to school there um so that's that's good but but it it, it could be so much worse right he could be coming out and saying something negative or he'd be coming out and saying something different so I definitely think it's a good thing that he that he is saying this and and like I said there have been gems there have been moments where I'm like is that Lindsey Graham really saying that because I agree with him you know and then Um, like you said he turns around and 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 acts a fool but um but there have been times over the years that I have I have he has said things that I have agreed with.
1: Yeah, I mean, once upon a time, Jeff, he used to be cool with John McCain and John McCain certainly was not considered to be a a, a radical Republican. I mean, you know, leading up to his uh, presidential run against Barack Obama, uh, he actually defended Obama. And Lindsey Graham used to be uh, considered to be a little bit more reasonable before the era of Donald Trump. But Jeff, if you know, I I hear where Aaron's coming from. I, I don't applaud him either because. I just think it means something that a member of the Senate is already saying that this pick makes sense to him. And in an era where we've been trying to rely upon people like Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska or uh, mealy mouth Susan Collins out of uh, wherever she's from, Massachusetts or wherever. uh, The fact that he's come out this early to put his thumb on the scale on behalf of a, a, a pick that hasn't been selected yet. You know, we, we still got to wait and see and we still got to see what Manchin and Cinema says. Manchin, of course, out of West Virginia, Cinema, out of Arizona. We haven't even talked about the voting rights fight, but uh, Jeff doesn't mean anything that Lindsey Graham is coming out like this on behalf of Ketanji Brown Jackson. Look, at Lin-
9: Lindsey's a smart dude. He knows if he backs her verbally that he'll get votes in his state. He's not dumb but in the back of his mind he's going she ain't gonna get nominated so it don't matter and if he had to vote on her by the time it got to his vote she probably already had lost so he could vote yes and be like see i voted for it lindsey's shrewd he don't care about her okay All he so... cares about is getting power and getting reelected.
1: well i'm gonna land right there any final thoughts on this uh we got a uh, fight on this coming up very soon. It's gonna be a very contentious fight and it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. So Jeff, Aaron, Lori, final thoughts from you? Um,
9: Let me just say, as you talk about the Federalists and and don't forget, they're very conservative. Very. And they also interpret the law.
1: Yes. the, the,
9: The original interpretation. They're not going to today. They interpret the way they think it should have been like in 1879 yep um so just to get that out there look uh, and, I, and i'll and I'll just say this again um you say if you tell black people that you're going to nominate a black female or black male for a supreme then you need to do that we need to hold you to your word and I'm not trying to get played yeah you know it's it's <sighs> you know as somebody asked me about the girl i said you know what I'm tired of getting pimped by the government right they say like the vaccine they're saying it's free it's free. No, we're paying for it. Right. It's kind of like if a pimp takes his 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 hooker out for dinner and buys her clothes and, and, and food and says this is all free. Oh, but after dinner, go make daddy his money. That's oh what God. the government. That's what the
1: government does to us. Dang, Jeffrey <laughs> Keller pimping ain't easy, even in politics. My God.
10: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> pimping Aaron Whitey Sands. <laughs>
10: Um, I want to say that I believe, and and maybe I'm ending on a Pollyanna note, but I believe Biden will keep his word. I believe he'll, uh, you know, elect uh, a brilliant, wonderful Black woman. And I believe because she is a Black woman, like we've said in this conversation, that she will be formidable because all of the things she had to overcome as a woman and as an African American, to get to the place that she is, I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, they're going to give her a hard time and they're going to go through all the theater of politics. Mm-hmm. But this will be confirmed, and we're going to move on. But uh, they have pissed us off once again, and this will affect who we vote for, you know, in 2024 and in the midterms. I think I'm talking, I'm talking about women, and I'm talking specifically about Black women, and we change a state we can turn a red state purple or blue I mean so you really don't want to get on our bad side but that's how y'all playing all right (laughs) because we vote we vote more than any other group so I you know not a good idea to upset us but they have done that but I think whoever gets uh you know Biden chooses will get confirmed and we'll move past this those
1: are my last words. I don't mind Pollyanna, uh, Aaron Wiley Sands, because uh, Lori. Before you chime in, Biden's approval rating. I know mean, Jeff. You don't care about poll. I don't either, really, because this far out from the 2024 election, I don't care about his poll numbers because he's had to do some. He's had to make some tough decisions. This is not going to hurt his poll numbers one bit. I don't think because they're 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 low, and like Aaron and Jeff said, if he keeps his word, Lori, that's going to bode well for the base that voted for him, right?
12: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. But I, yeah.
1: (laughs) You think so? Okay.
12: (laughs) Sorry, I was. I thought we were done. (laughs) No, we are.
1: We are. No, we are. I mean, Aaron Wiley's
12: hands. Pollyanna note was perfect. I was like, oh, you're coming back to me. I'm not ready.
1: (laughs) Oh well, yeah. It's like I was coming for a final thought, but yeah, I I think we're all on the same page. Absolutely.
12: No, I I do have a final thought. I, I my final thought is, I Biden needs to stick to this. We need to get a sister in. We need to have hope that some more of these people retire or, you know, retire, um, and then we can get balance it out again. Because I'm terrified. I'm terrified of w- what's going to happen to us with this with this current Supreme Court.
1: Absolutely. Well, I concur. And I uh, like I said, I'm down with Polly and Anna. I think we need some of that in politics right now, because like Jeff said, pimping is still a thing and (laughs) they get tired of the bait and switch and he needs to keep his word okay he needs to keep his word and god forbid maybe they'll even uh take up the argument again about expanding the supreme court to to deal with the stolen seat that they they took you know, during the Obama administration, it's it's still it's not going to change the makeup of the court. Th- this is the thing that's kind of uh, hanging in the backdrop as, as we close this one out. It's still going to be a six three court. They're still trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. And that could happen at any time before uh, Breyer retires. OK, they're saying that he's going to he being Joe Biden is going to announce the pick sometime in the month of February. So starting tomorrow, by the time you hear this, February 1st, uh, The clock is ticking. Okay, he'll have a State of the Union in March, I believe. So uh, get this process going during Black History Month and uh, roll the dice. And let's just see where the chips fall, because this is just going to be the first of many fights as uh, the politicization, politicization of the Supreme Court continues. And um, we'll see how it unfolds. But Jeffrey Keller, Lori Peacock, Aaron Wiley. I appreciate you, Uh, Jeffrey Keller. One more thought. Go ahead.
9: Uh, let me just say, you want to hear more about being pimped by the government? You can see me <laughs> Friday at 10 o'clock at the Comedy Chateau. Oh! <laughs> uh, if you want free tickets, you can hit my page on Facebook, my mom's white. And, I, and I'll talk about that at another time, why that's my uh, name. But yeah, Comedy Chateau, I believe that's the 4th on Friday,
1: 10 o'clock.
10: Where's <laughs> the Comedy the Chateau?
1: It's in North Hollywood. All right. Oh, check them out, y'all. Check them out all right y'all well thanks y'all this is kcwg the truth.com's program's called psychotic bump school i'm dj rome that was laurie peacock that was aaron wiley sands and that was the inimitable good brother mr jeffrey keller stay tuned for more we're right back after this
0: this is miranda nicole and you're listening to psychotic bump school with your host dj rome on kcwg the the best internet radio station on the planet
2: a reminder of how you treated me, hold her close so while she pushes you away, be a lover but a stranger by day, But you learn your lesson now, when you see us in the crowd.
1: Okay, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School, and my name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, it is always an honor and a pleasure to have this good sister on the program. She's been here a couple times before. Each time she's dropped a new jewel, and this time's no different. She's got a brand new project out there called Ginger, and it's, of course, you already know the production value is going to be tight because she's tight. She just gets down like that. Uh, she started perform- performing years ago uh, out of L.A. and she's migrated from there to Atlanta. And now she's residing in New York City. She represents glam soul. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor for the first time in 22. Please welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, our good sister, Miranda Nicole. Mr. Cole, are you there?
0: I am here. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for having me. Hello to everybody out there listening.
1: You have this brand new project out there called Ginger. Uh, It's a five song EP, I guess we can call it, right?
0: Yes, five song EP, Ginger.
3: I just
0: released it January 7th, so the first Friday of the new year. With Ginger, Ginger is really a collection of records of just a lot of growth. I wrote most of it while I was overseas in Lebanon. Um, I, I I continued the the process um, of just uh, honing it and like making it a really tight project afterwards. And mm-hmm. then you know, as you know, I got pregnant. I had a baby. I moved to to Brooklyn. You know, so okay. and it's been COVID and just a whirlwind and just all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I even like, although I didn't put it out as a as a Full project initially, I still wanted to release those singles, you know, just to kind of get engage um, where people are because the music is a little different from what people are used to hearing from me. Right. So I wanted to be able to gauge, um, you know, uh, how people would accept it, but also um, with releasing music independently, what I needed to do as an artist to change, you know, and, and promote and like what you know, like okay, you put it out, but ain't nobody listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do this, mm-hmm. you got to do that. You know, and even this morning, I woke up looking at statistics, um, you know, on Bandcamp because, you know, just learning how to utilize those different features and those tools in order to really capitalize on, um, you know, getting the, the word out, you know? And so right. I was like, okay, I see on this day, I really engaged and um, mm. people showed up. And then here, okay, I was a little lackadaisical. And ain't nobody checking for it. And then on this yeah. day, boom, I'm back. And now people, you know, are. are yeah. So, you know, it, it's sometimes you have to see it. You know, you do have to when it comes to statistics anyway, you know, that's oh, the only absolutely. thing I feel like I need to see to believe. But everything, yeah. so I'm going to I'm going to create it and then I'm going to see it later. Right. On.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you mentioned Lebanon. What was it? How well is your music received out in Lebanon? Was that related to music or was that a personal trip?
0: Um, so yeah, I was there, um, singing, um, at a nightclub called Al Mandalon, um, in the city of Beirut. Um, however, I was seeing mostly covers when I was there. I would go out, um, in the city and just meet people and, you know, I, you know, I end up being like, let me, um, get on the aux cord and I'd be playing all the good house stuff and put my stuff and your stuff and everybody's included, you know,
2: mm-hmm. just
0: to give people an idea of like, you know, what we do, um what I do at the house, you know, and it was always received really, really well. You know, the people that I'm still in contact with that, I have, you know, followers in Lebanon, I follow some people, you know, I connect with people still on the internet um, and things like that. So um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that it was well received. I'm definitely looking forward to any opportunities that would relate to me going back over there in the capacity of Miranda Nicole and Glam Soul. And then um, yeah, and then it'll be amazing.
1: 86. Oh, my God. Can you talk to us about uh, some of the tracks on this latest album, including 86 and your contributors? Uh, Talk to us about 86 a little bit.
0: So 86 was produced um, by this brother, Lance Polis. Um, Lance um, used to be used to play trumpet for Janelle Monet when she first got started performing and traveling and things like that. He's really, really, really just an incredible talent. I actually haven't spoken to him in a while because I know he's just traveling and just doing his thing um and he's kind of a private person as well so i know that he's on his journey as well which is something i love about him mm-hmm. um but produced by lance polis um and one of my good girlfriends who has some background for me for forever rakita um johnson also um sang background on the um on 86 for me which she really just helped to round it out and bring it to life and make it so beautiful
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but the record itself is just kind of like one of those records where you're with somebody or you break up with somebody and then you're like, ooh, I hope that I hope the next person makes you feel the way that you that you made me feel, you know, like mm-hmm. some of that hurt. You know, it's like it's like that hurt song, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: 86 really comes from one of my favorite movies, which is The Wiz. Um ah. and when she comes, oh you done 86 don't ever mean, you know. And so it's just like, you know, it's it's the cutoff, it's the cutoff, you know, yes. like oh, you feel the same, you know. Um, so that's really what that record was about, you know, and, um, yeah, that's it. Um, The other records we have, we have lights on, um, which is also produced by Lance Polis. Um, my brother, uh, David Rolax wrote the second verse on that with this, with this EP, I did, um, a a few more co-writes, um, and even reached out to Mm. um, people to write, um, a couple records for me, um, Mm -hmm. but just because I wanted to try something new, you know, I wanted a new perspective. Um, um, on the records, but all of the um, like the meat of the records and, and what they're about, the theme of the records um, is on me. Yeah. Um, and so with light on it's just about like you know, keep like keeping a hope alive. You know, mm-hmm. that you know, somebody might come back around, even though you, you know that they're not good for you, kind of thing, you know. Mm. Um, and then what else do we have on there? So we have one of my my or one of the deepest records for me um is um somebody someone to love. Mm-hmm. Um, because that record and that record was written um by Felly the Voice, and Felly the Voice has written for Chris Brown, he's written for I mean, just some of the the top 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 people, and right so right because with him, I met Philly because he was working in a call center with my best friend, oh, and wow. this is years ago. And and he could sing. When I tell you this boy can sing, got Philly Philly the voice out. He can sing. Okay.
1: All right, Philly, uh, come on he's now. Bring,
0: he's bringing R and B back. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, he actually. I met him because he came to the studio to reference a record for us that we had written for Joe at the time. Um, Because when I started off, I just started off songwriting and I was just like, boom, I need people to, you know, I I can write records for women and for men, but I don't wanna sing the men's songs. Let me find a a male singer, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so we met Feli, Feli came in, sang the song, amazing, amazing, amazing. And then didn't hear from Feli for forever. And then, I see he's back in the studio writing. And so um, when I got this record, I just took a chance. I said, Felly, I have this record. I don't really know what to do with it, but I know I want to write to it. I know it's for me. I have this idea. Uh, can I just give you the idea? And then you write the song. When I tell you mm. he wrote this song, he sent it back. And I was just like, I just can't even believe that you would, like, did you? Did I send you my journal too? Or my diary? Because wow. like, you know, it's just so on point. It's so, so on point. Um." <laughs> You know and, and and um even with that with all that felly has done um i hate him because you know i'm i'm very um you know I, i've done a lot without a budget i just got to be real honest i've done a lot without a budget okay. you know my currency just really flows from the most high you know that's just the bottom line Amen. um and so with felly especially after he's like working with chris brown and you know the carrie hilsons and the you know brandies and all these people i'm like oh friend You're not going to put this song on here without paying this man.
5: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) You better find
0: the money to pay this man. Right on. I hit Philly up and I said, Philly, okay, so how much do I need to start saving to give you? Because this record has got to be on this EP. Mm. And he said, friend, that's all you. What? That's all you. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you know, the money on the back end, but you know what I'm saying? Just the upfront initial XYZ. He's like, that's all you, you know, and that really means a lot um, coming from somebody like that. But two, I have to also just sit and say, well, Miranda, that's that's your currency coming back, too. You know what I mean? Because you do for others. Why not? You know, and I think that for me, like this year is really opening myself up to abundance and opening up. to I can receive. And yes, I am abundant, you know, and um, things like that. But, you know, even throughout the process of making this project releasing the project, you know, it's all really just a reminder of gratitude and how abundant my life really and truly is.
1: Absolutely. And last but not least, there's a track on here called Select. If I'm not Enter. mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, seems like most of the, the, the majority of these tracks are relatively short for for you. you yeah. I I'm known for, you're known for doing longer songs and um, Select is about a seven minute track. What can you tell yeah. us about Select?
0: Well, one, it looks like you had to have at least one, record on there that goes on and on to make up, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so we need a little bit of dance space. But right. Select um, is a record um, that I created with um, my good friend, Nikki Monty, um, who's an incredible talent. She's a, a DJ, pro, um, producer, um, and she's released a lot of amazing uh, records on her own, you know, just production-wise mix- mixes. Mm-hmm. Um, but incredible incredibly talented sister and um this was actually one of the first records of hers that i heard and it just stuck to me you know it was like it was different it was techno it was techno it, it sounds like a, a world record you know i know that it, it may not be um like your your uh, usual like house sound or whatever or soulful sound but mm-hmm. to me, it's like it, it encompasses like the whole world, you know, so I really wanted to write to it. And um and then the word select just came, you know, and just the message of select is to be selective, you know, um, correct how, how you select. It's a mm-hmm. It's a very, very poignant message, you know, be selective and correct how you select. And and that can be in anything that can be in love relationships that can be in friendships that can be in opportunities you know just decisions period you know we have to correct how we select you know because it all comes all comes back around you know what I'm saying absolutely so, um, but that's one of, my, one of my favorite records it's a flossy record it's fun you know I get to talk a little junk so I like it
1: right so that brings us full circle to the most important question of all perhaps. The project, however, is called Ginger. So, yes. how do the unique individual parts of these tracks comprise the concept of Ginger?
0: Um, so, I actually came up um, with the title. I had the title. I feel like initially, or maybe like somewhere after I started writing, but um, Ginger, because it's a cure. You know, it's a cure. It helps mm. you, you know, get better. It helps you get well. And so. Um, for me this album was just indicative th- uh, indicative of that you know it was a little more bare it was a little more um like in your face it was stronger you know it's just like you know when you have that that ginger shot, eat that little make you hit, hit your neck like martin you know that that little thing you know so it's kind of mm. like that's um yeah that's just what it is it's 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 um it's gingery it's spicy it's it's Got real it you know um and and for me you know it's like you know putting that ginger in my tea to like calm calm my nerves you know get myself that's, together, right. Get
1: myself that's together. right that's right so, that's what's
0: up yes
1: yeah. Well, it sounds like it's the perfect elixir for 2022. Yes. It's a fabulous way to start off the new year. Uh, the project's called Ginger, y'all, available right now on Bandcamp. Camp. Miranda Nicole, thank you so much. You so what's much. the best way for people to keep in contact with you to follow your upcoming projects after Ginger? And uh, what's coming up next for you?
0: Um, so definitely um please follow me on Instagram at glamsoulstar. Um, all the music is gonna be coming out independently um on my bandcamp, which is www.bandcamp.com. I'm sorry, dot glamsoul.bandcamp.com. Here it is. Um, those those are really the best ways. Of course, if you wanna book me, book Miranda Nicole at Gmail. Um, And then other than that, um, coming up, I'm super excited to be um, starting the first beginning process of working on my next music video, which is for a record called Sugary. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's produced by uh, Spirits in Motion, um, who one half uh, of the the group, Montana Monty, today's her birthday. So shout out to Montana. Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Montana.
0: um, Yes. And um, so I'm really excited because this is a a female dj production group um nadia ishe montana monty coming together spirits in motion um this is the first uh release of theirs as well um and this is only like my third third uh record with a female production so um i'm really excited about that um because i've I've worked with mickey affleck nikki monty and now spirits in motion and so those are um you know the only women that I've worked with in this whole time in a whole decade, um, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited and um, I really want to get behind those those projects. You know and move those. Those are always like you know ones that are especially fun for me to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're gonna be doing the music video. I'm super excited because. Um, I'm planning to have Golden in the video, who's who, who, which is my daughter, and um, so it's just gonna be like a really, really fun, fantastic, sugary time, but sugar Absolutely.
1: without the cavity. Absolutely, little Golden's now four years old. She's like Golden, like the sun.
0: She is golden oh my God. like the sun. Andy. So I'm super excited. And I, and I did want to just make sure that I shout it out um, because I did have another record cu- that recently um, came out um, right before I dropped uh, Ginger uh, mm. with Kai Alsay and N D A T L, ATL, which is down in Atlanta. Um, the record is called The Bridge. It's a beautiful record. Um, it's remixed by, or it's mixed by Kai Alsay, And then we have remixes from um, New Jersey's uh dj beloved and Jahat muhammad so mm. it's a really really amazing um project i mean a, a collective of um of that tune and so i definitely want to make sure that people um check for that and you can get that on track source or just go on okay. youtube and nicole the bridge
1: well that's our show y'all psychotic bump school is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time as well as on Friday evenings from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us, we shall return next week. Also wanna thank our amazing guests for the evening, Casey Phillips Brown, Kyra Christian, Stephen Young, Aaron Wiley Sands, Jeffrey Keller, Lori Peacock, and of course our good sister, Miranda Nicole also want to send a very special shout out to mr frank starks who is the iron man behind the board and we're out of here y'all take care